here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN, it's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. Six and we are here on a Wednesday after a strange old day weather-wise yesterday and last night and this morning heading for a top of 26. It's 18. Big show. Scotty Cummings is here. Good morning. Hello. Happy hump day. Yes. To you. James Cummings is going to join us. Your uh, cousin. Yeah, your cousins. Your cousin is going to join yeah. us. What are you doing I'll at get Christmas? the big names. Oh, we'll get together. We'll um, catch up the first time ever. <laughs> and... Uh, might be a theme party. Yeah, we spoke to him yesterday um, because he was busy this morning. So we spoke to him yesterday, and uh, we're going to replay that two-part interview. And All of it? We're playing all of it? We're going to play the whole shoot and match. It was a good chat. It was a great chat. And one thing we did do is we barely spoke about horse racing. <laughs> well, which will please a lot of people. Yeah. But um, yeah, in there's not too many trainers with real character in horse racing, or you, or you don't get to see it, mm. though, because it's a, obviously a very serious industry. Mm. There's mm. a lot of people with mm. a lot on the line, the punters and the owners and all that sort of thing, so yeah. they don't get out and have too much fun. Well, safe to say, Goss, I don't think it took us long to realise that uh, it took us long to get him to realise uh, this wasn't his normal racing interview. Uh, there was a giggle early. We got a giggle out of him very, yeah, very early. All right, we're away now. Uh, interesting you talk about racing. Uh, this came across my uh, timeline yesterday on social media. A very good friend of mine who was one-time producer of my radio show. Did you have time for this? You were you were head down yesterday. I was. I was, but I did have a meal break. Anyway, so they hit the socials yesterday. and um, One-time uh, producer on a radio show. TAB Radio, where I used to gotcha. work yep. uh, many moons ago, and he was my producer. His name is Giulio Santarelli, and he does some great work for the races WA and racing away during Western Australia. He does a lot yep. of the media work. does a lot of interviews. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of interviews. Yesterday he was off doing interviews with every man because it was the draw for the uh, Winterbottom Stakes and it was uh, apprentices, jockeys getting awards, and he was unbelievably busy. So I don't know where this fitted into his scheme of interviews, but he just had a couple of moments yesterday that... Ah. Now, I think I think Julio Butcher's saying's better than anyone I know. Right. So, but he's an all-time ripping fella, so I feel a bit harsh having a crack at him. Our, our, and, and this is perfect. Our great mates, Archie and Pickers, on, uh, off the bench, they have a segment called Off the Record. Yep, correct. So if you make a and botch... this slots in beautifully. I, I did first. It's like saying, well, Zebra never changes its stripes. Yeah, I, I I don't know where that actually. It's a hard one when you're such a competitive no, beast. Like, like, I've old said it Zebra once. doesn't change his stripes, does he? So it's. Well, you mm. have to, I just said it. You have to back over it. I can make fun of me. You can't. Uh, you heard me. <laughs> I'm not taking that. <laughs> That's what you said. No, no. Right, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just want to. Hear that one more time, thanks. It's a hard one. When you're such a competitive beast, like, like the old zebra doesn't change his stripes, does he? So it's a leopard doesn't change his spots. You realise the error in your ways. Real quickly, but I was it's still right. It is right, <laughs> and and to be to be quite honest, these two little folks, Pates, that um, 
He did yesterday, Julio Santarelli, in his interviews, his little forks pates. He made, he, he, have a listen. So this was him interviewing two apprentice jockeys. This is the first one he's interviewing Casey Martinian. And your boss, SJ Miller T, must be pretty wrapped, but I think he let the bird out of the bag. He gave you a little bit of a hint what might, <laughs> might, what might be coming this afternoon. Yeah, no bird yeah he did mention something. There's no bird in the bag. No the, bird. the cat would have eaten it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, little bit of a... Here it is again. And your boss, SJ Miller T, must be pretty wrapped, but I think he let the bird out of the bag. He gave you a little... <laughs> Not bird out of the bag, Julio, but thank you. Uh, Simon Miller and Paddy Carby will be listening and passing this on to Julio at track work this morning, I am sure. But it didn't stop there. Oh, no. He interviewed Austin Bellani. He had a little another forks, Pate. Here it is again. It's a, it's a tough industry. It's a tough sport, and um, you have to roll with the dices, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's the better one. <laughs> well, I'm not sure which one he's going. Is he rolling the dice or is he going to roll with the punches? It's a, it's a tough industry. It's a tough sport, and um, you have to roll with the dices, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> now, look, Julio is a good oh, man. We all do it. We, we all do it. Um, I just hope it, this gets back to him. <laughs> and I tell you what, you want to say everything right today, <laughs> or possibly for the next week or so. Yeah, well, we, all, we all make forks pates, and, yes. and when you do make yes. a forks pate, you, you've got to own it. Yes. And I and I do own it every now and then. In fact, I made a forks pate yesterday. Oh, can you say it properly, please? <laughs> <laughs> please. <laughs> a faux pas. Thank you. F a u x. Why that was warning me up so much? No, I know. <laughs> yesterday, news came through that Liam Livingston. The England one, and former Perth Scorcher yeah, yeah. had said, "I'm not going to play for the Renegades because of just he needs a break, busy schedule." That's cool. So then I chimed in on Twitter and said, "Wow, didn't the Scorchers dodge a bullet there, Laurie Evans and the fire logo?" Oh yeah. Laurie Evans has returned a second positive swab and won't be yeah. coming. <laughs> no, he's not coming. He's not coming. Oh boy, Gornsky. Yeah. Second positive swab. Well, that's no good. Well, he's not coming. Oh, boy. No, now we've got to find a replacement. Aha. Uh-huh. Breaking news. DM breaker. Got it. DM breaker. We got one. Going to roll with one. So the West Australian Hang on, hang on, hang on. Is this DM, is this breaking news or is this Tim Gossip? Good point. He's a really good party oh, today. Today. Take a couple of days to warm up, don't they? But come Wednesday. It's when uh, Lois wears the pink Yeah, jumper. when he's in the pink jumper, he's <laughs> his home game. <laughs> He's on. <laughs> so, um, Faf de Plessis, right, is the former South African Test captain. And Faf de Plessis, <laughs> ha, um, Faf de Plessis, back page article. It's not he, here to say his name. But it's not here to say his name. Faf, F A F. Yeah, Faf's fine. Do. De Plessis. Oh, is it Plessis? Yeah. <laughs> Faf de Plessis. Radio. He's the French South African cricketer. <laughs> so he um, is being apparently spoken about coming to replace Laurie Evans, who has returned a second positive swab. Now, I've got information. This is Tim Gossip. Martin Guptill, who is one of the great... T20 and one-day cricketers in the yeah, world, but yeah. couldn't break into the New Zealand team during the World Cup. He was in the squad, didn't break into the team, and he's probably their greatest ever run scorer in T20 cricket and the third greatest ODI. He has asked for an out of his New Zealand cricket contract, which can release him to play cricket elsewhere. 
So I'm thinking. Boy, oh boy, well, we. A little temporary release to the Scorchers. And or the Gades. No, no, Scorchers. Well, I want him to be at the Scorchers. Who would you rather, Faffel? No, definitely. Um, Guptel. <laughs> Martin Guptel. <laughs> I'd rather Martin. Okay. I don't know. I have any reason why. I used to like Faffel Pessis, but I don't know. He just sort of star waned. Jeez, you're off him quick. Yeah, no, I don't take long. <laughs> it doesn't. Well, it's a bit of a it's a shocking situation for the Scorchers, though, isn't it? No I good. know. Laurie we Evans. Know what he's tested we... positive too. Oh, something he shouldn't have been stepping oh, into his body. Clearly. <laughs> shouldn't laugh. I made light of that, no. Hey, does no. Clay Thompson play for the Golden State Warriors? Correct. He does, doesn't he? Yes. Did you see him sit down when he was questioned about the, the change in life? I thought of you immediately. Do you feel like No, I don't care anymore. I really let the trolls get to me. Like, what what, what am I doing, you know? Like, I had a, just a re- revelation where I was like, man, like, just be you and everything will play out and criticize me all you want. But I know how great I am and how capable of it. <laughs> That's a bit of me of you. Did you see what he was doing? Making what, a paper aeroplane. Just during the presser, a bit of paper there. And while I'm answering some questions, I'm just going to bang out a... Paper aeroplane. <laughs> Session two. So he's admitted that the trolls got him. Social yeah. media, he was reacting to it. He was believing what they've done. See, I don't. <laughs> I did. You did, yeah. Because I remember you having breaks from Twitter and that sort of thing. So yeah. that's it. It's too much. It's just <laughs> yeah. Most of you uh, who comment to my... Clearly fishing expedition. I know. What is uh, that? Just taking it far too seriously and uh, you're is wearing that? me down. What is that? Well, it's just people with too much time on their hands and it aren't too bright. Speaking of that. But I do like Twitter. I really like Twitter. So, interesting enough, I'm seeing something this morning. Um, Todd Ballum has written an article um, which talks about you've gone behind my back, Pat, and then there's a headline, Cowards. It's Justin Langer has spoken online somewhere, and then he's they've, um, the newspapers or someone or Code Sport or whatever has picked up on the article about yep. Langer speaking, saying he'd much, back in his time as coach, he'd much, he confronted a few blokes, he said, stop, well, I'm reading a lot about stuff. What about telling me? So Pat yep. Cummins was involved in that, and I think David Warner was involved in that. Nerily Meadows, who's a West Australian, a proud West Aussie, and has done some really good things in media, has taken to Twitter at um, or to, a couple of hours ago and said, and posted and has commented on the tweet, the original tweet, which shows the articles of Justin yep. Langer and Pat Cummins. Being we'll play what JL said, right? because it was, um, well, it was, well, at least say it, because it's well, yeah. um, well, really good stuff. Let's go. Let's, let's see if this is what he said in the interview about Pat Cummins. Have a listen. And Pat Cummins said to me probably five times, oh, mate, this might be brutally honest. I said, Pat. There is nothing brutal about your feedback. What's brutal is I'm hearing it behind my back through the media or through sources. And everyone, no one's telling me. There's nothing brutal. Tell me. He tell me. Oh, yeah, no worries. Great, mate. And then he said this about the word. Oh, I love it. Sources. Yeah, a lot of journalists use the word source. A source says. Mm-hmm. I would say, change that word for coward. A coward says. Not a source because... What do you mean a source says? They've either got an axe to grind with someone and they won't come and say it to your face or they're just leaking stuff for their own agenda. I hate that. 
Oh, so this is interesting. Agree more. So the, they, they are the comments, and then they've found their way into print, and the papers have gone pretty, pretty big. Daily Telegraph, Herald Sun. Nerily is based in Melbourne, I'm led to believe, and she's had this to say. So who's to blame, question mark? The people who don't speak up or the person who creates a culture that makes people feel they can't speak up? Hashtag half time. So she's having a little crack and then she's... Little crack. It's a good crack at JL. Yeah, it's a crack at JL. So she might know something and she's worked in cricket and she doesn't work firsthand in cricket I don't think in Australia. I know she does a lot overseas now, narrowly, and has been around a long time. Just interesting to see her spin on that and what her mm. um, what her history is with, with Justin Langer and, and, and what she knows about the Australian cricket team and stuff like that. I'd love to see a report from narrowly rather than just a comment in regards to that. But that's pretty harsh coming from a West Australian, about a West Australian who we adore and love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Though I'm a staunch West Aussie, I think regardless of where you're from, that's, I think, Nearly off the mark, or she might be. She might know something, mate. Oh, absolutely, but from somewhere from where I'm sitting, and yeah, exactly right. She might know more than more than me. Well, you wouldn't but, you but wouldn't I'm, post that if you didn't have an opinion sure and know not. something. Uh, but I, I sit there and go, well, who, what was it? The last bit who created the culture that makes it hard to speak? Or yeah, who, yeah. So, 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 who creates a culture that makes people feel they can't speak up? Well, but that's the thing. But but we all know JL is is honest, as honest as the day is long, and he's and he's. Up front, and there's there's no secrets. I don't think you walk away wondering what Justin Lang is thinking when you're yeah. having a discussion with him. And if the problem is at the moment now, we're we're so used to being told what we want to hear, and and making sure that everything's rosy and everything's nice, that no one can have an honest conversation without it being a fight or, or perceived as being aggressive. Well, you and I speak a lot, and. We get our point across sort of thing, but no, no, no stage do I walk away going, we're fighting. It's like it's an honest conversation. <laughs> I walk away thinking other things. No, but, it, but no one can have an upfront, <clears throat> honest conversation anymore without someone getting upset. The world has and changed. Thing, like, JL asks for feedback. Give me your feedback. Tell me what it is. And the players tell him. Mind and then he you, goes, and he says, well, I disagree. It's this, 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 and this. Well, they can still keep going. Mind you that when they had that sit around and they asked for open feedback in the um, the, the the documentary, the test, mm. he he didn't didn't take kindly or his response to Usman Kawaja calling him out at, at times um, was interesting. But that's okay. But I'd... And and that, but that's, that's what I mean, there. though. Yeah. So and so he responds to Usman's comments, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh well, well he didn't like that. Well, but that's just still a conversation. There's yeah. people yeah, that, true. that talk true. like he that. He didn't walk away and sulk. He, he no, had a conversation. Absolutely. So, and Usman Kawaja was obviously in a forum right there where he could have kept going himself, kept going back at JL without ramifications because he's asked for that feedback. He's got it. He's given back some of his own. And all of a sudden, oh, oh, oh I can't say. I well, must say, you can, Scott, a, you can keep going. Scotty, I must say, and you, you've played footy at the elite level and been coached by some of the greatest of all time. Um, I, I, I ventured into coaching for a couple of years, and my old school coaching wouldn't stack up now. No. Um, you know, um, I say get personal. I got personal once, and I regret it, and I got personal to, to, to the entire group, apart from Robbie Scandalbury. I attacked Every player every, and yeah, questioned everything spoke, about them. Yeah. So I've spoken about that. But I think for the best part, I learnt more. When I stepped away from coaching, I learnt more about the do's and don'ts of way in which you speak to people, mm. conduct yourself, and how the world has changed. Well, it's not the way we were brought up, where someone challenged you in the workplace. You get yep. challenged in the workplace, 
You're getting challenged for a reason. For yeah. the best part, you're working in a team. You're not working on your own. Yep. You're a team. This is a team we have right here at the breakfast. The we're not, there. I mean, there's a star and there's three others, but we're, as a collective, there's four of us. And we all have 25%. No, maybe not. I have 50%. Yeah, oh, it's a couple of 12 and a half percent. You've done the sums, right? There's the 25, <laughs> and there's a 50. Yep. That's 87 and a half percent. No, it's not. <laughs> it is. It's a couple of 12 and a halves. Hang on. Which would be there's 25. A, a couple of 12 and a halves. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be 25, and there's me, that's 25, and then Oh, you, okay, you're giving 50. yourself 25%. Yeah, I thought well. He's giving himself 25%. No, no, what I meant was there's a couple of 12 and a halves, which is, uh, well, either way, I'm going to upset one of them, aren't I? <laughs> uh, which, is, which is me and Lois, and there's 25, which is special K, and then 50, which in, you do think you're rubbish. So in the old days, you could challenge yeah. and, and almost... Br- be brutal in your feedback. No, yeah. you, you cannot. No, you cannot. because... The do-gooders of the world and the, have created a culture of people who lack any sort of resilience in life. They need to be told everyone gets a prize, everyone's a winner, but it's just not true in real life. So when when, when kids get to that stage now, they're just so underprepared for real life. They're not ready to lose. Yeah, I agree it's, with you. It's, and it's all these people that just these do-gooders in the world that say so everyone must feel good, so their self-esteem's okay. Ashley Harrison oh, is, come is the CEO of Zero to Hero for Youth Mental Health. Does an incredible job in that space. Yep. And she is a great. She gives a speech every year, and she talks about kids who get ribbons for participation. It's, it's one of my biggest. She said it just, and getting a ribbon of for, children who yep. says. No. Get better. Get better. Work harder. We, we appreciate that you're running, but it doesn't mean you get rewarded for being in it. Don't get a ribbon be for being able to get out of bed and put your pants on. Anyway, we've, uh, di- we've digressed and we've diverted. But let me just say, we want your feedback this morning, uh, and we can do so. 13 12 55 or 736 Temporary Bedshed. What are your thoughts on, on Justin Langer and, and still? Because it seems as though it's now raised its head again on the back of, yes, Australia beat England 3-0 in the series, but the interest in the series has waned. It wasn't on free-to-air. It was only on Fox, uh, no one, no one's gone to the game. Yeah, at yeah, peak. At, at peak, and that was when I think they threw the gates open. That's like it's, saying that you know in Melbourne it's going to be a top of thirteen today, and it's like thirteen for a minute and a half, and yeah. then it's then it's nine. Let us know. That. 13, 12, 55, or 0487 736 What are your thoughts on the world we live in right now where honest feedback is seen as a being call. a little bit brutal? We want to hear your calls. We want to toughen up. 13, 12, 55, a family pass to the Perth Wildcats to give away. They take on the Adelaide 36ers tomorrow night. On this day, and it's a beauty today, November 23. This is Scotty and Goss. Good morning. On this day. Birthdays, events, and some of the great moments in history. It's on this day. Okay, Pink Jumper, you're ready to go because we're going to fly through this. Lou Hode was born on this day in 1934, tennis superstar. Centre court for the men's singles final came Lou Hode, the reigning Wimbledon champion, on the left, and his fellow Australian Ashley Cooper, who is this year's Australian champion. But in this final, Hode had proved himself one of the greatest of all Wimbledon champions. Quick as lightning and precise as a machine. Here, it's match point to Hode. And Lou Hode has successfully defended his title with a smashing victory, 6-2, 6-1, 6-2. Yeah, fantastic. That was 1957, Jerry Whateley calling the action there. Tony Bonner, 79 today. Another skippy. Yeah, yeah. Back-to-back weeks of mm. someone celebrating a birthday. It's been, it's been busy time on set. He was the chopper pilot. Was he? Yeah, Jerry King. 
as opposed to. Uh, now, he was also in Skyways. I'm over here, mate. Uh, Skyways and Carson's Law. Sharon O'Neill. Oh, Sharon, oh, I used to think Sharon O'Neill was the Ants' pants. She's 70 today. with two first names is 73. He was the vocalist with a band called Manhattan Transfer. And let me tell you, this was their hit back in 1977. Sing along. Sing along. Happy birthday to Alan Paul. Got to get through this. Bruce Hornsby, oh. 67 today. Oh, here we go. That's just the way it is. Yeah, from 1986. Back to the vintage. Great song. West Aussie born, now resides in New South Wales. Well, since born in New South Wales, but she lived in Margaret River for a long time. I'm talking about Shane Gould. Is don't talk over the commentator. That wasn't the case back then. That was in Munich. She retired when she was 16. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, Machine. That's, that's young. She, she was. Merv Hughes did this. It's out. Yes, got him. Fine bowling by Merv and Hughes. The line was perfect. Four for 11. The magic Merv. He's out. He's got him. What piece of following. 61 today, big swerving Merv yeah, Hughes. Great man, Merv Hughes. Former colleague of mine, Narelda Jacobs, is 47. Here's a cameo from me when I was playing the daytime and when our very own Narelda Jacobs offered to put on the boots in the support of WA Women's Footy. She probably wasn't expecting this type of reception in a social game of kick and giggle. Sporting the number three uh, black jumper, Narelda showed uh, Happy birthday to Narelda Jacobs. Did you turn yourself into in, on this day? Yeah. That's a new one. That's, that, is a, that is a new one. You, I think that's it. I think that's everything. The reason why, the reason why, it's her birthday. Happy birthday to NJ. She lives in Sydney now, right? She reads the Perth. But hang on. She reads the Perth News part-time, three days a week. But, 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 you go back over that. Can you just play it just very briefly, please, from the top? Play of the daytime, and when our very own Narelda Jacobs offered to put on the boots in the support of WA Women's Footy, she probably wasn't expecting this type of reception. And that, let me tell you, is a hard (laughs) one to get. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really? I tell you, I did Especially love when sports I, involved. I do I, I do love play of the day. Yeah, thank you. Brilliant stuff. Thank you. Hey, Miley Cyrus is 30. Oh, yeah, this one is before she got real nutty. She's nutty. Yeah. The wrecking ball action wouldn't go Australia well, on a day like today. Of nutty. There you go. Post-nutty. Pencil sharpener was patented on this day in 1897. Oh, I don't care. Yeah, no, it does. No, I just don't care. And what about Henry and Felix Powell? They produced this little baby in 1915. Hey! Pack up your troubles in your old kids bag and smile, smile, smile. John Farnham debuted Great with work. this little classic in 1967. Shady. 
Tom Evans from Badfinger died on this day in 1983. No matter what you yeah. are, I will always be with you. And in 2009, Suzanne Boyle just stole the hearts of many. She debuted with an absolute classic after winning... Um, Susan Boyle. What's that, Sean Cook? That Britain's Got Talent. I saw her at the Glasgow Commonwealth Games. She sang with Rod Stewart. Do you remember that uh, it went absolutely gangbusters around the world when Simon Cow's looking yeah, at her going, yeah. oh, what are you? And then she comes up and goes, bang. I dream the dream in time gone by. Happy birthday. November 23 on this day. Let's get some news away. Thanks to McCafe. Win free McCafe coffee for a year. Visit the My Magazine. Dance oh, like I can you see two. You two out of your chairs, arms in the air. Doing some real yeah. middle aged white man Hemsworth? dancing. Chris Hemsworth. Other one? Liam Hemsworth? I don't know. Brad no, it was Liam. No, it was Liam, yeah. yeah. Um, she married Liam in 2018 yeah. um, and then they divorced him in 2019. <laughs> uh, and 11 days later, he filed for divorce, citing irre- irreconcilable. <laughs> you should know this word, surely. Jules- you should know oh. this, don't you, Ben? Wow. Right. This- <laughs> Do I now? Do I now? Hey? No, that was a good one. Yeah, I wasn't really. <laughs> Very happy with his own work there. Yeah, seriously. Irre- irreconcilable differences was the word I was looking for, and you just said inconceivable. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Julio. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> All right, let's get a sport update with our man, Chris Clafunas, who's the producer to the star. Oh, good. Be tired too, wouldn't you? Morning. Yeah, woke up at three for the game. Socceroos, they're off to a great start, Fantastic weren't they? Start. Brilliant. Should have turned it off, gone to bed. Then, yeah, well, then the French decided to actually come out onto the park and We're start playing. We're doing this playing. for Kraken, too. World Cup update, thanks to Kraken. Yeah, broadcast sponsor, of course, of the FIFA World Cup here on SEN. Olivier Giroud in that game. He equaled Thierry Henry's all-time goal-scoring record for France with 51 goals. He's an absolute jet, is Olivier Giroud. Superstar. Yep. for Arsenal, Chelsea, AC Milan now. a bit like Lionel Messi, too, with the beard and the... What I saw on the telly does today. He like Messi, does he? I don't think so. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'll have about double look. the height of Messi. Ah, oh, well, he's height, one thing. Anyway, keep going. I'll have another look. What <laughs> <laughs> a lot, <of> Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I reckon you do so. in about 20 years. They're still alive. <laughs> we can still win it. We're still a chance. Yeah. We'll beat Tunisia, won't we? We'll beat Tunisia. No, and no. all we need. They re- were nil all, mate. With, um... But Denmark. Denmark. No, so what no, we do no, we get, if we beat Tunisia and then all we need is a draw against Denmark if yeah. the French win Mate, both of their remaining games. No disrespect. We, we are going to win it. You're telling me there's a chance? I'm taking it. <laughs> we will get no points. Lloyd Christmas. No points. <laughs> and I think that's a shame because I, I actually was incre- – I woke up and I was incredibly excited – and then we went to one down and went straight back to bed. <laughs> I knew oh, it was going to be. I, was gonna be I didn't give ourselves a chance, rightly so. No, no one did. After the first goal, oh, I was up so Craig bad. Goodwin's the first Australian, first Australian out of the A-League, A-League to score in a World in Cup. In the World Cup. There you go. Shane Smeltz did it, but he was playing when from he was playing for New Zealand. New Zealand, but he was playing for the New Wellington. Trivia Zealand. question coming up. Yeah. 
Get on okay, with for the we'll quiz that we'll have one day. Uh, Travis Head and Dave Warner, they powered Australia to a record 221 run. Speaking of, Producer. we've got Putting them family pass to the Perth Wildcats yeah, to give away for tomorrow night. on the Wildcats to become all of a sudden a So, listen out. Source some prizes. For how you can win those. <laughs> anyway, good partnership between Travis Head and Dave Warner. Who yep. cares? We yep. smashed in good. Yeah. Uh, WA, though, against yep. New South Wales. Oh, yeah. A bit more interest in this one, I would Is have it? thought. Yes, there is. Here in this studio, at least. Because we, we thought we'd just roll in and get it done and roll out. At Stumps WA, all out for 233. <laughs> yep. So I watch this space as New South Wales come into sure. bat. Uh, in about an hour's time update. or so. Yep. Manchester United, just back to football <laughs> quickly. He's done, most. I'm trying to wrap him up. Manchester United confirmed that Cristiano yes. Ronaldo has left the club yes. immediately. Yes. He's agreed a mutual termination of his contract, the 37-year-old. So 346 games, 145 goals. We wish him well. We do. When he comes to Perth glory... <laughs> Did you know he's got family down in the oh, south? Really? He does. Where, where do they do? No, live? he does. Spearwood way. No, Spearwood. They do, Surely mate. He they could do. They're market gardeners. Maybe it's all of it. <laughs> You're in Spearwood. Or Spearwood. And he's just shoving his grandfather hey, in Spearwood. Um, no, no. Breaking news. Oh, it could be Tim Gossip. Nah, Tim Gossip. Nah, it's Tim definitely Gossip. Tim Gossip. Oh. Definitely <laughs> Tim Gossip. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I the credit. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got? Four umpires next year. No. Official. Stand that's by. Bang. Gossip. That's not gossip. That's breaking news. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yes. Uh, Wait, is it confirmed? It's breaking news. <laughs> is it confirmed? No, it's not confirmed. Well, but that sounds four like umpires. Like Tim no gossip, emergency. Then. No emergency. So it's probably Tim yeah, Gossip. Tim gossip. Probably yeah, more Tim Gossip. Probably more Tim Gossip. not confirmed yet. <laughs> <laughs> so four umpires in the AFL, so no emergency. Uh, and if an umpire gets injured, they go with three. Okay. I don't think Michael Pell is going to be on the umpire. I don't reckon he'll be one of them. I don't reckon he'll be one of them. Four of them. So there's four of them now with four different interpretations. Martin really balls this game Have I mentioned right Martin Guptill? Yeah, you yeah, have, yeah. So Martin Guptill's out of his New Zealand contract and he's apparently he's coming to Australia. It could be the Gades or it could, could be the Scorchers. Scorchers. And I've got some news, a little twist in the tail. Now, did you know that uh, Kiara Bowers, who is a tackling and clearance machine in the AFLW, yes. great was not part of the AFLW All-Australian squad, and it's caused consternation. But I was doing some research that maybe tackles and so-called clearances are not the be-all and end-all. Overrated. Because I had made a comment in this very studio to Eliza Riley and said, can she survive at the elite level and be cast as a superstar of the game by being a tackling monster? Not that there's anything wrong with that. Every team needs them. Correct. But got to be more to the game. Now, clearances in, in, in AFLW are an interesting one because they just clear it and you often come straight back. There's not a lot of depth of running past and stuff and link football. Tough as nails. Do not get me wrong. This is not a slide on her. But I was doing some research in the men's game. And the three tacklers in the men's game, Sam Berry, James Rowbottom and Rory Laird. And Rory Laird was stiff, not yes, the All-Australian. Yes, Sam That's Berry good. and James Rowbottom yeah, yeah, were call. not in the men's um, squad. Wouldn't have made nah. the squad. Wouldn't Most. have been in the top 300. Wouldn't know Sam Berry if he wandered past right now on some grass skis and pole. <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting one is where we rate tackles in the, the, the yeah, AFLW game and also the men's Enormously game. important, Van. Every side, you need that tackling beast. But then Surely you... she should have been in the squad, though. And Ali Anderson won the AFLW fairest and best, and she yeah. wasn't in the squad either. 
That was make all Australians no. fun, wins the best of everything. Yeah, thing. that was that's Mon Conti was obviously the umpires give out the touted the, yeah. Um, yeah. the girls medal. Yep. There you go. Oh, it doesn't mean they got it wrong. Ellie Anderson's a superstar. She plays for Brisbane. Montconi's had a year of... Had a terrific uh, year. Came second. Nobody else. Ebony Marinoff from Adelaide came third. Thank you very much. That, so was, you that, was that part of the sport update, was it? No, I just had it there. Had, had the stats handy. <laughs> Thought I'd throw anyway. it out there for you. Oh! <laughs> This is the last thought. There we go. This is a long sport. No, actually, no, no. No, 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 yeah, one of, their, one of their players is in has been transferred to Germany. What? In a private jet, he got kneed in the face, oh. broken jaw, and facial fractures, and internal bleeding. Yes, sir. Hmm. The goalkeeper, the goalkeeper, goalkeeper nose exploded. No, no, oh, no, 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 that was no, the other no, game. No, that was the Iran game. game. Yes. So this is this is the Saudi Arabian the goalkeeper. One before the Australian game. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Clashed oh. with his own goalkeeper. The knee got him in the face. Broke his jaw. Fractured his fractured face. Yep. He's now got internal bleeding, and oh. the Saudi government have said, get him out of there, and he has now flown privately to Germany for, for treatment. Wow. And interesting enough, the Saudi government have also said, it's time for a public holiday. I tell you what, any boss who sacks anyone for not turning up the day is a bum. <laughs> you have to work a bit harder the next day to make up. After 7 o'clock, Mitch Norton from the Perth Wildcats is going to join us ahead of tomorrow's game against Adelaide. Of course, it is the pink game, of course, for breast cancer care in WA. So Mitch Norton will be joining us. And if you want to get tickets, ticketet.com.au or you can text in. In fact, boys, may I just a question without notice. Tomorrow night's a $50 million Powerball draw. It's not 160. I it's bought the ticket yesterday. What do you I've mean? already got our tickets. I've got the syndicate tickets. And you're declaring it? It's up. You've got it. Don't walk out of the stu- what? No one Just cares. Just for a moment, mate. Just out of Well, Goss has gone and bought a lot of tickets for all of us, which is fantastic, but you have to call in. Yeah. How many spots are you giving us? There's obviously 30 and uh, there's uh, four taken 26 here. 26 spots. 26 spots available for you. Our listeners, if you call What's Special number, K Scott? right now. 13, 12, 55. 13, 12, 55. You've, hang on, you've got four there. Yeah, no, I've got my own and now I've got this one. Oh, hang on. You didn't no, put I'm much thought into the one that you pulled out. I can't out. change it, you peanut. Yeah. So our numbers, if you want to play, it doesn't oh, cost you anything to play. Aggressive when he has to share his 50 million. 8, 9, 11, 16, 22, 29, 32. And our, supply, uh, our Powerball, we're guaranteed because I've got a power pick. Clever. This has cost me $24.20, but you can join in too if you wish. 13, 12, 55, you want to be in our syndicate. There's 26 spots up for grabs. <laughs> Here they come. Uh, they don't ring, do they? No. If we ask for a topic, yeah. they ring if there's a free yeah, spot there, in the lottery. There's free syndicate. money on. Good on you. You know better than Cristiano Ronaldo, who won't buy his parents a nice place somewhere, or grandparents. We're, we're going to name and shame all these people no, that are in the syndicate. No, we're not going to do so that. So our numbers are 8, 9, 11, 16, 22, 29, 32, and our power pick is 1 to 20. You name and shame Scotty from Bayswater. At least he contributes to the I was actually thinking where Scotty from Bayswater is. Yeah. At least he tanks a lot. 
He's been a bit quiet. Johnny's in there. <laughs> yeah, no, phones are ringing. People want cash. All righty. So the Goss Lotto is up for more. grabs. I want to play this while we're doing it. Um, yesterday, this came across our desk. Um, they do a sports show in the States. Uh, the, the two gentlemen are Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Yep. Uh, and they talk about all things sport, basketball, NFL. What about this? So there's just like... but I, This made me think of you too. So there's two blokes in a studio. Yep. One guy is very big with big glasses. Yep. And then there's got the other guy. Big, deep voice. He's almost you. I reckon you you are the Shannon Sharp and I'll be the Skip Bayless. Good, because I reckon, I, I reckon Shannon Sharp wins. Have a listen. This was on air. Yeah, and this goes Skip from Bayless minute himself. 21. Have a listen to this stoush and tell on me air. if you think it's as on air TV. On TV. <laughs> tell me if you think this is fair dinkum. Here is Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless on what's the channel? <laughs> it's called Undisputed. What channel is it on? Do you know? Oh, mate. Fox in America. Thank you very much. Well done, Lois. It's should've all done. over it. Yeah, well, he knows he's American he's sport. A champion. Undisputed. Have a listen to this. Smith, he's dead last in QBR. 17.8. We're talking about yesterday. Uh, How did he look yesterday? No, Get some no, no, no. Let me die. I got the floor. Uh. Because all you do is bring up those 11 games. All you do is go back and talk about when he was a rookie and won seven games. Mm. I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about because I got the floor. Mm. Baker Mayfield is dead last in 2022 in QBR. Blah, blah, he's blah. He's dead last. I don't blah, care. Blah, 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 blah. blah. He's 57.8. He's 30, 30 completion percentage. Blah. You going to let me talk? Because that's you'll, what you if do. you'll stay on point on question. You never stay on point. Okay. I'm about to stay on point. You know, you're not going to get on point until yeah. I'm done talking. Okay, all right. That's right. Spew all your hate. I, I'm going to spew it your all. Your hate. Spew it. 17.8. Because all you talk about, you're uncertain about Justin Herbert. But you get on the floor for this clown. He's a bum. He's trash. And you know it. And every time you bring him up, I'm going to let the world know exactly what he is. Oh, you He's a four Twitter followers. Don't worry about it. Hold yeah. on. Okay. You talk about Twitter. Yeah. We come out here and discuss topics that you tweeted. Okay. So don't give me about that Twitter stuff. Mm. You can talk about my followers all you want. Yeah. But I got to get it right, and you see how you do America? He's talking about my Twitter followers. Mm. That's what I know all I got right. it. All and right. I'm going to continue to go. Right. He's 187. Tell me when it's my it's turn. It's not your turn. Okay. He's still football focused. Blah, got blah, blah. 37%. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, go ahead. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the hell is Tell me when it's my turn! Was it, you reckon it was fair income? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I know, I absolutely do. I know, because you can see, because he was trying to be, old uh, Skip was trying to be half cool and go, yeah, blah, 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 and then just lost his marbles. There was a lot of finger pointing. Yeah, there was a lot of finger pointing, and just going, I think Skip might be fighting out of his weight class too. <laughs> Shannon, fairly large unit. Probably could have broken him into a few pieces. Certainly could. Good staff. Powerball, $50 million draw. Goss Lotto. Our numbers are 8, 9, 11, 16, 22, 29, 32. And we've got a power pick, which means we're guaranteed the power ball. This has cost me of my own hard earned. In fact, it hasn't well, cost Well, it's cost you a bit. Well, it hasn't actually cost me. It's cost the family because it's come out of the family food budget when I was there shopping yesterday. Uh, Sorry, poor Lola. (laughs) Lola's going to go without a tucker. No. 24-20. It's cost. If you want to join in, you've got to call 13-12-55. There's not many spots left, let me tell you, but we've got 26 available because I'm going to allow the team in today. Lois is in. Special K is in. Gilly's in. And I am in. Number again, 8, 9, 11, 16, 22, 29, 32. <coughs> Power picks <coughs> 1 <coughs> to 20. <coughs> you want to join in? Oh, 
If 13, that's okay. 13, 12, 55. A break. You give him Gilly one. You said Gilly. You pointed at me and said Gilly. Did I? Yes. Oh, well. See what's on your mind. Just don't get what you wish for, do you? News <laughs> <laughs> not Gilly far away. Mean, he's fine. Mitch Norton's going to join us and James Cummings. We've got a two-part interview with James Cummings. He's an absolute superstar of racing. He trains for Godolphin. He's the grandson of the absolute legend, Bart. You know what? He's... And this is going to hurt me to say because I, I had my favourite trainer here in Perth. I, I think James has gone past him. He seems like a better bloke than <laughs> the guy that I had number one. 13 12 55 is the number if you want to join Goss Lotto. If you don't call before 7.30, you don't get in. 13 12 55. Let's take a break. And then thanks to Maccas, News, and then Mitch Norton from the Wildcats. Yeah, and if Andrew Vlahov shows up on time, uh, look what's the chances of him showing up on time? Yeah, <laughs> no chance. Zero. No chance. Is there more chance of us winning Powerball Thursday? Yeah. Tomorrow than AV turning up on time. Uh, well, I've got the ticket right here, as you can see. Yeah, yeah, no, a couple you've, of tickets. Yeah. Actually. No, you've got about four tickets. No, I've got mine, and then I've got ours. Uh, we've got a pretty special guest just hanging on the line at the moment. <laughs> he might mate. want to be in the city. Well, I reckon put him in. All righty. No, uh, if we put him in, he wins Powerball, he retire, and we need him. Mitch Norton joins us from the Perth Wildcats because tomorrow night they take on the Adelaide 36ers. It is at 6.30, tip-off. You can hear the action from 6. The Pink Game for Breast Cancer Care WA. Head to pink.wildcats.com.au. Mitch, appreciate your time, and the boys are in form. Back-to-back wins. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Um, yeah, it's been good the last couple of games. Um, and then, you know, the FIBA break, I think, has done us done us well. Um, some areas that we we're focusing on, we've kind of really tightened up and, and it's kind of been successful and been working so far. So, um, yeah, that, that's good signs. Hey, Mitch, the, the game tomorrow night, you're taking on Adelaide. Now, this is the team you beat two games ago in Adelaide. Craig Randall played in that, but then he was gone not long after. Um could you sense it on the court that there was issues with him because, you know, he was unhappy about being told he was going to start on the bench? Could you tell? Yeah, a little bit. Um, probably in the preseason when uh, him and CJ Bruton were going at each other a fair bit um, <laughs> from being subbed out. I think it was the first game in Bunbury, actually, uh, when we played him in the preseason. So um, early on, I could tell there was a bit of issues. Um, but. I thought, you know, that that iron that out um, by the time the season rolled around, but unfortunately they didn't. Um, maybe fortunately, because they seem to be playing quite well without him. Uh, the ball keeps moving and then everyone's involved, so that's kind of a, a bit of a danger sign. That's that's the question, Mitch, is how different are they now that they've probably got some harmony on court? I mean, you got, he, he um, clearly seemed to be a really disruptive influence and, a, and a, just all about him. Now that he's gone, how different are they going to be? Yeah, I think that's probably the unfortunate thing. Someone so talented mm. um, and, you know, has all the skills in the world. Um, you know, if he had the right attitude, he probably wouldn't be here anyway. He'd probably be in the NBA. So um, I guess that's a sad thing. But I think it's a good lesson for a lot of young juniors out there that if you don't have the right attitude, mm. you're not going to stick around in a professional environment. Um, and as for everyone else on that, that Adelaide team, you know, they... They've all kind of been in the league for a while and they you know, have either represented Australia at different levels. Um, so they're very talented and I think when everyone gets a piece of the ball um, and it moves, just like us, 
I think that's when everyone benefits from us. Mitch Norton, our guest ahead of tomorrow night's game against the 36ers, 6.30 tip-off. You can hear all the action on SENWA, but in particular, get along and support the Red Army. It is a pink game, so wear pink to support breast cancer care in WA. Uh, just before we get more dig deeper and deep dive into this game, uh, Michael Fraser back into the NBL. I mean, very popular player at the Wildcats, probably just not the right fit, but, gee, on, on some nights he, he lit it up and he gets another chance inside the NBL at Illawarra. You must be pleased because he sounded like he appeared to be a good fella. Yeah, he was a great guy, um, you know, to handle everything the way he did. Um, you know, some things in Perth probably didn't pan out exactly how he had planned, um, but I think the way he approached it day in, day out uh, was fantastic. Anytime he'd see you, first thing he'd do, walk up, shake your hand, say good morning. Like, um, those things, you know, are something you'll never forget. Um, and, yeah, we're pumped to see him back in the league. Obviously, he's been playing a little bit with the USA team um, in the Americas, like qualifying and stuff like that. So um, he's been playing a fair bit of quality basketball, and it's going to be good to see him back in the NBL. Hey, Mitch, um, interested on your take on this. Obviously, obviously, Bryce Cotton's a superstar. We're all aware of that. 32 points in his last run, 21 for my man, Brady Manick. Uh, and then Corey Webster is the only other person that hit double figures. Is it? Is it a concern? Uh, that that it is so spread out that we've only got a couple of really high scorers? Or is it about what the team does, yourself, and, and the rest of the team does to allow them to be able to hit those numbers? Yeah, that's probably the four when we're on that bit of a slide. A um, couple of games that we lost in a row. I'd, have to, I'd say I was probably a little concerned. Um, however, things we had tightened up and adjusted was just ball movement. Um, allowing the ball to move freely from side to side. And I think everyone benefits from that. Um, you know, Corey had, I think, 18 or something like that um, against Adelaide in Adelaide. Um, Brady's obviously found his stroke a little bit, uh, which is nice. And I think those two guys benefit from ball movement. You've also got someone like Todd Blanchfield, who, you know, probably isn't playing to the standard that, you know, he expects of himself, but he's doing some things that probably don't show up on the stat sheet. Um, you know, crashing the rebounds. Uh, he's, he's gaining extra extra possessions for us, which is huge. Um, and it's, it's it sounds silly to say, but even Bryce benefits from that ball movement. Um, you know, although he can have 30 on any given night, I just think the looks that he's getting now are a little bit easier and he's you're not trying to have to go, you know, one on five or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, like I said, that ball movement is massive for us. There is a gap. There is a gap starting to appear in the competition with games played. So, so you can't write any team off, and I get that. There's no easy game in this competition. Even Illawarra, who got beaten in a heartbreaker against Sydney with the last uh, throw of the game from the corner by Sean Bruce. But Illawarra-Brisbane, little gap Melbourne, you've got a chance here to go on the positive side of the ledger. You've played 10, you're 5-5, five and five, you're at home, and one of the contenders to get into the play-in tournament, albeit we're only halfway through the year, is Adelaide. You're, and you've got a, a tough stretch of games away from home coming up as well. Every game is crucial, but I've just got a feeling this is a season definer tomorrow night, uh, Mitch. Yeah, trying not to put too much pressure on us, Goss. Sorry, uh, sorry, uh, Mitch. Uh, sorry, sorry, Mitch. Uh, if you lose this, you're stuck. Yeah, it's all yeah. or nothing, Mitch, to be brilliant. Good on you, <laughs> No, but, um, you know, we've kind of, we've, we have felt that throughout the year. Um, our kind of motto has been 1-0. and o. So no matter what we do today, we want to try and, and win today. Yep. Um, we approach training the same way. 
um, and everything like that. So uh, we have had a couple of opportunities to either separate us from from the top uh, earlier in the, on in the season, and, and that didn't go to plan. So um, the good thing about us is, is you know, I think we've learned from some of our mistakes previously. Um, so hopefully we can learn from this one again. All right, one before we let you go. It is the pink game. So uh, the Red Army, yeah. uh, make sure you're dressed up in pink in support of Breast Cancer Care WA. And you had a couple of visitors, of course, Zoe McAlpine from Breast Cancer Care WA. Uh, you had a couple of visitors to the group the other day. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, you know, I think this is a sixth or seventh year uh, of the pink game. Um, you know, they don't get any government funding Scans of Care WA, so any money we can raise. Um, and I think we're just about to touch on over $200,000 um, raised in between, I guess, the Wildcats and Breast Cancer Care, uh, which is something that's that's unbelievable. Um, you know, they do a fantastic job for for their clients in, in WA. Um, they've been able to put on more staff to cover people um, further widespread uh, within the WA community, which has been fantastic. And... Um, yeah, any any little bit helps. So if you can if you can afford a few bucks here and there, and jump online and, and bid on some of our jerseys, um, I'm auctioning off my shoes um, after the game. So hopefully, um, yeah, we can raise some some much needed funds. What size are you, Mitch? Size twelve. What are you? Oh, oh, oh I'm already. I'll squeeze into them. I'll squeeze. <laughs> Yeah, lovely. I tell you, the Wildcats do. I've watched from afar, and the Wildcats do an enormous amount of work out in the communities. And this one, obviously, for, for Breast Care WA. They'll be proud of. Uh, Every supporter should be really proud of their club and their players. Well, they're got, out and about a lot. Got to be remembered too, Mitch, that I bought Bryce Cotton's retro yeah, tracksuit. Yeah, but you put it on. It was worth a thousand, <laughs> and you put it on, and it's now worth eight bucks with a couple of rips down the I've, side. I've of told it. him. I told Bryce that I bought it, and he's shown no interest. No, in he didn't really it. care. That he did not care. He probably that's wanted insane. it to go to a nice insane. I'll give him. I'll give him the stern talking. He's a, seriously, what is he, who does he think? It's he is? A little bit of respect, right? Exactly right. Respect. Does he know who I am? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, exactly. Hey, nice work by you. Look forward <laughs> I to think seeing the you. Answers no. Courtside tomorrow night. Breast Cancer Care WA. If you want to get on and, and make a bid and, and get more information and make a donation, pink.wildcats.com.au. It is a great cause. Big game, more importantly, for the team against Adelaide tomorrow night. Appreciate your time, great uh, man. Mitch. We'll see you there. We'll see you there tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Mitch Norton, best in the business. Ticketech.com.au now if you want to go and support the team. They're on a roll. They are on a roll. And they do have an incredibly tough stretch yeah, of tough roll. Yeah, but you know what? They'll find a way. Yep. yep. We'll never lose faith. Yep. You got to um, roll with the dices. Roll with the dices, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's a tough just... industry. It's a tough sport, and um, you have to roll with the dices, don't you? Yeah. Julio Santarelli there, but he, that, hey, as long as we don't let the uh... and your boss SJ Miller T must be pretty wrapped, but I think he let the bird out of the bag. He gave you a little bit of a hint. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it, Julio. <laughs> The race is WA. Hey, one no man who knows Julio Santarelli better than most is our man David Short from Tap Touch. Dave, good morning. Uh, good morning to you, guys. Good morning to you, Scotty Cummings. Nice to be with you, fellas. Don't, don't forget the bird out of the bag, and you've got to roll yeah. with the dice, according to Julio, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a busy few weeks for Julio. He has, and he does an enormous job. Hey, Shorty, we've got you on because we want to talk about the tab touch markets for the games tonight in regards to the World Cup of Soccer. What do you got for us head-to-head? 
Yeah, looking forward to uh, the action tonight. Six o'clock game sees Morocco taking on Croatia. 380 Morocco, the draw 320, Croatia at 207. Japan taking on Germany. Germany popular as favourites here in match result betting. They're $1.42, the draw 460 with Japan at 750. Spain taking on Costa Rica. They're one of the warmer favourites of the first round, Spain. They're $1.16, the draw $7, and Costa Rica at $19. And the final game uh, for the night hours, uh, 3 a.m. Belgium, $1.52, the draw 420. And Canada at six dollars. A big boil over there overnight in that early game. Messi with the early goal for Argentina, but Saudi Arabia. Boys, I can let you know that uh, match result betting. We were holding ninety nine point four percent of the market on Argentina to win that particular game. So for every thousand dollars we held, nine hundred ninety four dollars of it was on Argentina. Uh, unbelievable after leading 1-0 they managed to lose 2-1 to Saudi Arabia and they were a $34 outsider in a three horse race at the start of that particular game. Incredible result. In- Christmas party coming up Shorty. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed Scotty we might see if we can sneak you onto the list. Feel free. Oh, Feel free. There he is David Short. Thanks to Tab Touch. If you've got the touch this World Cup access expert tips and place same game multis with Tab Touch and always gamble responsibly call Gambler's Help on 1-800-858-858. A break, come back, a two-part chat we had with James Cummings yesterday from Godolphin. Hopefully you enjoy this chat. James Cummings joins us. He's here in WA. He's got four horses going around and a couple of them go around this weekend at Ascot. This is Scott Ingos. Good morning. Royalty has come to town and last week of course uh, we chatted with Racing Royalty out at Ascot we were with well, Gareth Hall's not Racing Royalty nor Simon yeah. Miller or Dan yeah. Morton oh, well, hang on. Well, who did we speak to from the Cummings stable last week? It was Nassim Dilmi uh, Dilmi came in and, and you made me walk away and said you don't know enough about this can you uh, <laughs> leave this to the experts so it was you and Gareth spoke to Nassim and exactly it was right. fantastic from Godolphin well exactly it certainly was and now Nassim's been bunted out the way and yeah. uh, James Cummings said move out Nassim yep. I'll handle the big smoke yeah you've warmed him up <laughs> I'll get into it now James Cummings joins us now hey James thanks for joining us um, just first things first uh, Scotty any relation to James Cummings no no I've tried to hang on to them for some time and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Bart uh, Uncle Bart for a long long time but uh, no 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 one believes me hey, when they and, uh, the they, winner? and they've distanced themselves oh, from me a long, long time ago. They said no relation. We want nothing to do with that bloke. James, welcome to Perth. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> How's the stay going, mate? And and you're over here. You didn't. You, you obviously had a very busy weekend. You've only just come over uh, the last day. You had the horses trial yesterday. Um, will you stay for the races on Saturday? Well, my uh, my travelling team here have been here already for a week. They'll be staying right through for the month. But um, but I, I'll be I'll be uh, backwards and forwards as I oversee the preparations of horses here as well as the horses in Melbourne and Sydney. So I can't stay right through. But uh, I've also got I've also got a I've also got another stable. I've got uh, two colts and two fillies back home. And if I spend too much time away from those four kids, I'll, I'll be divorced within the, within the month. Gotcha. So, you know, you got life. What do they say? It's all a, it's all a balancing act. Hey, very much so. We you know, know that better than most. Keep them all happy. <laughs> hey, very true. Hey, I noticed, uh, I saw an interview with you yesterday. You were at, uh, at track work, uh, of course, on Tuesday morning. Uh, mate. Brought a bit of class to the track work. A tie at track work, grey. It was hey, amazing. What's look. going on there? Well, as Scotty would know, the Cummings is trying to keep up appearances. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we got, we uh, you know we might have uh, we might have background that goes all the way back to Ireland. 
you know. But uh, but my I'm a, I'm just a great grandson of a driver from the Northern Territory. But my uh, grandfather always told me when you come to work, dress for work. Yep. And That's a good uh, point, we mate. try to we try to live up to that standard. You got the Peaky Blinders hat on yet, Scotty Cummings? We can't find a hat big enough to fit your bonds. Well, <laughs> <laughs> James, don't laugh. Oh, at that stuff, mate. That's not. Yeah. That's not fair. Well, <laughs> Scotty, you know what they say. Hey, I know you. I, I, I get the feeling. I've been. I look. I've only known you for a minute now, but I get the feeling that they give you a bit of grief on this radio show, don't they? Well, this bloke does, and uh, and you know what? It, luckily, it's radio because it gets physical at times. Oh, I know. Uh, here, and I, I just they give him a do, tap on the shoulder you know before, and he and he drops. You know if you want to, if you want to play, if you want to sit at the big boys' table, you got to be prepared to take a bit of heat. Yeah, okay. all right, mate. Yeah. Just back the truck up. Yeah, no, 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 no. All of a sudden, it's ganging us. up on the gossage. Yeah, well, fair enough too, uh, mate. Being a bit of a tool. Yeah, yeah hey, you've had two horses trial on Monday at Belmont, nine and a half million dollars in prize money. We don't see that very often that uh, horses that win trials at yeah, Belmont, at Belmont. <laughs> have won nine million dollars in prize money. You must have been impressed with the, what, what they put out there. Oh, they were oh, that was just beautiful, weren't they? They went through their work and and uh, and enjoyed the, enjoyed the morning as much as we enjoyed watching it. But what needed to be done was done. They've uh, they've they've settled in now. They've enjoyed that tick over uh, lung burner at Belmont. The track, the track there was beautiful. Uh, it was a very pleasant morning, and uh, and and now both of those elder statesmen, those weight for age horses, can target their races. Cascadian on the 3rd of December when Jay Mack will fly in, ride him in the Northerly Stakes, Group 1 over 1,800 metres. Uh, he'll be spot on. And Kementari will bide his time patiently and target the race that he won two years ago. It was, uh, I think it was worth about 200000 two years ago. Now it's worth $1.5 million. <laughs> resurrection. It was the resurrection of his career. It was Lazarus in, uh, Lazarus in December when he won it two years ago, um, all the way back from the breeding barn where Kim and Toe proved to be the, the most infertile horse we've just about ever seen. But he, but he was a Group 1 winner of the 2018 Ramwick Guineas. He had a stud career all before him. He was a very, very popular horse going to stud, and he still remains a very popular horse all this time later as an eight-year-old in training, getting selfies with uh, some of his racing fans at Belmont yesterday. It was good to see. And, uh, and he looks on target for his race on the 10th of December in the Gold Rush. I was just, I was just thinking there, like there should be a half a crowd. Um, if they knew that Kementari was doing a trial, there would have been people to just come to have a look. Who's in the background there, James? That's not real happy at the moment. Uh, that uh, look, uh, Fred Kersley's been happy, uh, good, kind enough to let us into his stable. So a few of his, um, a few of his gallopers are there in the, in the background, and the four and the four horses of ours have got their heads in there. Are you These just... tins munching away, enjoying their breakfast, and they're um, <laughs> and they're, they're pretty happy horses at the moment. But it's, a bit, it's actually it's a it's a good stable here, and, uh, and it's, it's nice to be nice to be welcome. Oh, mate, it's, it's great to have you here. You mentioned uh, Cascadian just before in the in the Northley on the third of December, taking on one of our friends of the show. Is uh, look, you've probably never heard of him. His name's Simon Miller, uh, but we know him and we really like him. He's got a, a decent horse called Amelia's Jewel. He's poor you're... man's racing royalty, and that's what we describe him as. <laughs> We're really nice to our friends of the show here, but Simon's a great man, and he's got uh, a decent little horse in Amelia's Jewel that Cascadian will be taking on. Have you seen much of Amelia's Jewel? I, I have. I, I have. I've seen a fair bit of that horse. It looked like a, a stunning two-year-old, who and Simon's done a wonderful job to step her up over a mile. She's the first horse in a long time, not since I heard the 70s, to win the Karakata Plate in the WA Guineas double. So... Um, 
So having watched that race on the weekend, my conclusion was, wow, I would have really needed to have brought my best three-year-old milers over like Golden Mile and Arthur Cabin to try to beat to beat her in that WA Guinea. She was, um, she wasn't she impressive. So yeah. Cascadian's going to have his work cut out for him. The, the local, the, that local filly here, and uh, amongst some others, are going to take some beating in the Northerly, and uh, and he's uh, he's going to need to be up for the fight. So you know, we've got to be we've got to be um, knuckling down and making sure that his preparation's spot on for him to be up. To, to be up to that challenge. Talking racing with James Cummings, of course, he has four horses over here, of course, and a couple of them we're going to see very, very shortly. And Valana, one of the most travelled horses in Australia. Yeah. And, and Doesn't mind an away game. Doesn't mind an away game. Wears the white shorts, uh, of course, and can win in all states. Uh, tell you what, tick the box in WA, and the only place you've got to go to next is South Australia. Yes, Victoria, it all began for him, and uh, as far as his debut goes, but he, uh, but he kicked off in his early... His early training at Crown Lodge in Sydney at Warwick Farm, and uh, and he travelled to New South Wales. He won in the autumn there. He travelled up in the winter to Queensland. He won there. Now we've um, you know this horse. I was thinking 12 months ago might be a nice horse for the WA Guineas, and I, and he just didn't. He just I wasn't pleased with him um, deeper on into the spring carnival. So we put him away. We did the right thing by him, and we were very patient. And he emerged in Sydney's autumn. He won the South Pacific Classic on the final day of the championships and uh, well, in the middle day of the championships, I should say. And it was a bit, like, it was very wet that it was very wet that day. So I still hope that, you know, where some of his good form has been on dry, on, on wetter ground, he's capable of, 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 uh, of, of performing over in Perth because there's this query that the tracks might be too firm, but we galloped on that track this morning. It was beautiful today. Uh, we had a good walk of it yesterday. I've been watching Ascot recently and, and it seems to be, it's the last thing that people seem to be complaining about with, with the track there is that it's too firm. I think that Brock's doing a really good job, the young curator who's taken over in the past few months. And and that and that bodes well for Volana. I mean, he did win on a good four, good four at, at, at Newcastle last time. And uh, and so, so we're, you know, we're for a well-travelled horse mm. who's quite resilient uh, and, 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 the, and he's building a profile, it'd just be, it'd just be the... Um, a perfect conclusion to a preparation if he's capable of winning a, a good weight parade race here. Try to uh, hopefully stepping up again when we target the latter end of, of Sydney and um, Sydney's autumn and, and, and Brisbane carnivals with him next time in training. But all eyes and all preparation heads towards the winter bottom with him this weekend. And we've, we've, we've got to be pleased with the form he's in and the way he's settled into Perth since last Monday. Probably didn't need another go. That one? Uh, Alan Paul's birthday today, if you missed on this day. Hey, you've got nine <laughs> spots up for grabs. 13, 12, 55 if you want to be in our $50 million Powerball Lotto draw tomorrow night. We've got the ticket. We've already bought it. We've already read out the numbers. We've got 17 spots taken up plus our four, which means we've got nine left. I stopped listing. 13, 12, 55, if you want to be in our syndicate. Cost you nothing to play, anything more than $1,000 we divide up against uh, the uh, great unwashed. Uh, that was uh, the news, thanks to McCafe Blended Smooth, rich and roasted in Melbourne. Coffee fit for an Aussie. Look at me for then. 
Don't forget tomorrow night's game. If you want to go to the Wildcats too, let us know. A family yeah. class to the Wildcats game tomorrow night. Mark Duffield comes in after 8 o'clock with Mornings with Mark Duffield. Well, let's get a breakaway and come back. James Cummings, part two. And uh, get your pen and paper ready because he does start to throw out some winners. Mm. And let me tell you. There's a lefty. There's an absolute <laughs> left field one. And Which don't we're say we're all going to be sitting on. I'm telling you, I'm so excited about it. <laughs> Don't say you weren't warned. James Cummings from Godolphin's about to join us. Your chance to get some calls in if you want to join our syndicate, 13 12 55. Let's get a breakaway and come back with part two of Godolphin and the superstar trainer, James Cummings. Would there be any thought, any thought, and this is putting on the spot, any thought of a stable? You know, twelve horses over here. Is there any merit in WA racing for you? I know, you know, it's, I know it's very much East Coast, uh, and that's fine. I understand the God, Godolphin uh, model, but is there any thought of ever, you know, maybe a twelve to sixteen stable uh, over here in WA, or is that not? Is it not financially viable in your opinion? Uh, I'd need a good foreman. Do you, do you, how you guys? Well, you guys, you guys, you guys able to run it for me? Yeah. Six. Can I ride as well at six five and? Can I bet on them? One twenty. What are you guys doing? What are you, what are you guys doing next season? How are your, yeah. how are your contracts going? Well, we're, we're, a day, we're a day by day proposition <laughs> on this show, mate. It should change real Jared quickly. Wadey gets all our money. Yeah, but yeah, what? I'm prepared. I'm, I reckon Godolphin would be happy, guys, to say there's two guys who are. Oh, we're prepared to have a crack at it. Yeah, let's give them a horse each and see what they can do. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I'd have to give you top marks for communication. Yeah, I agree. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, uh, we, hey, we'll be out there on the Twitter sphere. Don't worry about that, James. Hey, James, uh, Scotty does. You're uh, you're a long distant relative. Does a thing called the uh, a six pointer. He asks questions, and this is. Oh no, this, we're going to six pointer James. We're going to six pointer James coming. Well, it's so good we, to know your family members, isn't it? Well, I don't really know much about them. It's a long distance. Here we go, right, 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 James. Harrison. Six pointer. This is this is where we'll probably lose you. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Name your, other than racing, name your favourite sport and athlete. Mm. Mm, golf, Rory McIlroy. Nice. nice. golfer. He's nice. a golfer. We love him. Oh, nice. You open your own restaurant, James. What is the signature dish that's going to have everyone piling up the street for? Oh, the simple things in life are the best, the spaghetti arabiata. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, good, I like good. this man. Yeah. What song gets you up and about? If you're a bit flat... You've, uh, you have, you've had a couple that haven't run the way you wanted. You need a song to pick you up. What is it? Uh, John Mayer. Nice. Um, okay. You know, cho- just, cho- just choose one. Yeah, nice. Right, we'll find that. that. We'll get the boys out of the bank yeah, to sort be, that out. We're on the way John Mayer, out. No worries at all. Tell us something uh, we don't know about you. Uh, well, I've already told you three things you don't know about me. Um, <laughs> let me think. What's something else? Uh uh, well, did I mention that I was a great grandson of a drover from the northern And if my great grandfather had not departed that station, which was run by his uncle, who passed away within 12 months of, of Jim leaving for Adelaide to take out a trainer's license in 1911, then I might still be a young man growing up in a station on the Northern Territory. Wow. Didn't that, didn't that set the course of uh, yeah, history absolutely. in motion? Wow. Well, we didn't know that. Uh, do you have any secret talents, James? Come on. What do you got? Uh, secret talents? 
oh, I've got a, I've got, I can, I've got a pretty good whistle. Oh, I've got a pretty good whistle that's got me out of trouble on a couple of occasions. People didn't, might not have expected. Can you do it now without frightening eighty-seven horses? <laughs> I don't know. It's going to come up a bit weird on the on the broadcast, isn't it? Uh, we, we, we do weird. <laughs> if I whistle too loudly, I might get Fred Kersley back from holidays. <laughs> <laughs> FRK, the legend. <laughs> right, mate, last one. Uh, what makes you way more angry than it should? Uh, uh, probably like... Probably like track work riders going like one second too fast in a gallop. Oh, dear. Oh, jeez. Oh, they cop a spray? They, <laughs> uh, have, you ever, have, you ever, have you ever Peter Moody'd anybody? Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> can't go there! Yeah, no, you can. Moody's is a legend. <laughs> no, I can't, I, can't, I, can't say, I can't say that I have. Uh, maybe, well, no, no, I did. No, I did. I reckon I might have done it to my driver. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Hey mate. Hey mate, out of you out of you. Gareth Hall, you gotta ask Gareth you gotta next time you got Gareth Hall on. I was saying they were tongue in cheek, but you gotta ask Gareth Hall about the driver. Will do. Apparently he's tipped him about apparently he's tipped Gareth about twenty six thousand winners already. <laughs> and never tipped him a loser. Yes, there's plenty of those blokes around. Speaking of tipping, out of your four, mate, which one's flying? Which one are, I mean no, they're obviously all flying, they're all A graders you've got over here and we're very, very lucky to have James Cummings and Godolphin over here. Which one of the, the four are we really, really excited? about if you could separate them at all. I know that's tough to do as a trainer. Oh, um, yeah, I think, I think Cascadian's really flying. Valana's got a great chance. If he, might, he might even have two bites of the cherry. Paul Ellie's going to enjoy the pace and sprint well. Kevin Tari, I could not go past the form that he's got going towards the seven furlongs, which is right up his alley. Which one are you going to pick? You know? I'm, I'm going to have a multi now. I'm going to have all four, all combinations I possibly yeah. can. Yeah. Put, what does Ronnie ever say? Put them in your multiples. Yeah, exactly. Put, <laughs> put them in your multiples. Uh, and, and, mate, you've obviously got uh, horses all around the country. Today being Wednesday, Thursday, you race, I don't think you race too often on Friday, but unless it's Mooney Valley or, or, or a night meeting somewhere. Yeah, 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 we've got runners Friday. Have you got a winner left field? Like, even if it's at sort of like, you know, Newcastle or Gosford or... Uh, Dubbo or wherever. Mm. Have you got one just for our Have you heard of Northam? <laughs> it's a lovely day. Or lovely. York? Mount <laughs> Bakewell? What do you, what I, do you I, got for I us? Reckon, I, reckon, I reckon I can win the Mudgy Cup next Friday. The Mudgy <laughs> Cup? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, I'm deadly serious. I would not tell a lie. You've got a horse going to Mudgy. Do you not like the horse? Yeah. <laughs> I love the horse. Okay, it's my great horse called Tiafilo is an undefeated two-year-old in Europe. Okay, what's the name of the horse? Like Magic Cup. It's called Camagüey. Camagüey, okay. Well, there we go. We're all over that. All right, and if Camagüey doesn't win the Magic Cup, he's not back on the track coming <laughs> so, home. And where, where would the Magic Cup sit in all your accolades uh, if they do bring oh, out well, well <laughs> it'd be pretty high up there. I mean, it'd nearly be up there with the two Bong Bong Cups that I've <laughs> You're the best. Hey, would James McDonald be going up to Mudgee? <laughs> James McDonald, uh, no, no, we've got to get into Perth. Yeah, oh, right. on, he's riding in the Northerly. Yeah, he is riding in the Northerly, yeah. Jamie Carr coming over as well? Jamie Carr's coming to ride in the winter bottom. That's correct. Nice. Mm, and and well, who's going to Mudgee to ride? Sam Clipperton going to ride in Mudgee? Who's going to ride in Mudgee? 
it might be it might be our it might be my old friend uh, Grant Buckley. He might take the ride. Oh, no relation to Nathan to, Buckley. Lucky to have him in the saddle. <laughs> exactly. Right. We're all over that. I've never been more interested in the Mudgee Cup before. We are now. Camagway, Camagway. All right. Hey, mate. Appreciate the chat. Thank what a you. Pleasure. Uh, we don't. Uh, we don't. There you go. Well, you know, in light, in light, in light of the conversation we have with all the. Why don't, you, why don't you look up Gravity? There you go. John Mayer, Gravity. That's the one. Done. We are playing Gravity for you. Play it. You can play it today. Oh, mate, we're playing it. Don't worry oh, about yeah, that. Okay, mate. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, okay. mate, you're meant to be the guest. You're not running yeah, the show. Yeah, don't tell us what to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably the executive producer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's our executive producer. Where is well, you're running my You're running my satellite stable in Perth, That's and right. I might run your radio. Nice. Your radio this is a deal that we can get over the line pretty quickly. Hey, uh, James, we appreciate your time, mate. What a superstar you are. We'll see and, each uh, other at the family Christmas? Yeah, we'll, I'll, we'll catch you at Christmas. I think it's time we get the, the Cummingses together. And... Uh, <laughs> I'll be, I'll be the bloke uh, on the rails at uh, the Northeast Stakes Day on the 3rd of December. I'm looking forward to that. So, uh, yeah. mate, what a pleasure. Make sure, make, sure, make sure you bring your driver's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how they do it. Hey, mate, thank you for joining us on Scotty and Goss. It's been an absolute treat. Right, thanks, guys. James Cummings joining us for breakfast. him up and about. This is what James Cummings wants. This is what he gets. The question was, what song gets you up and about? He's wondering what song depresses him. (laughs) Good chat. You hear that full chat on SEN.com.au. Just a ripper. What a a treat. Yeah, we're very lucky to get him and uh, we spoke to him yesterday and uh, we appreciate him taking time and having some fun with us. And hopefully you enjoyed as much as we did. Yeah. If you're not a racing person, you saw a different side of uh, the great James Cummings. And, and by the sounds of it, we've probably got maybe three to four months left of this show before we head over to be the uh, foreman of Godolphin WA. I can tell you. We can do the show from the from the stables. Yeah. And then... Do you know how to man a shovel? Because <laughs> you will be doing a lot of that, let me tell you. I don't you. do shoveling, mate. Horse poo smells all right, actually. It's not, it's, then, it's not as bad as you think. Then, okay, then... Your job. <laughs> foreman don't shovel. Good foreman. These two are coming with us. <laughs> These two are coming with us. Special and Lois. They got shovels all over them. Special we riding them. Yeah, it, it, He's only 54 kilos. That's ridiculous. That might be better. Seriously, bro. Let's go get a good steak. Got a couple of spots left. In fact, we've got five spots left for uh, our Powerball ticket tomorrow night, 13, 12, 55. But thanks to James Cummings. You can hear that full interview on sen.com.au. But if you want to join our syndicate of Powerball tomorrow night for 50 million, 13, 12, 55, you've yeah. got to ring right now. Otherwise, the door is closed. This is Scott Ingalls. Stay the hell away from me. Gravity has taken
extraordinary revelation just came to pass here. <laughs> what? It's John Cena music. There. Who's John Cena? He's following me on Twitter. And everyone reckons that's a big thing. Extraordinary. John Cena's following you on Twitter. Has he been hacked? Well, he's following John me on Cena, world-renowned wrestler. He's got... You can't see me. You can't see me. What is wrong with you? He was, he, now he's a movie star. I wouldn't have any he looks idea. Like, he looks almost identical to me. The rig is just like... Suicide Squad, Fast and Furious 9. What's wrong with you? John Cena's following you. I don't understand why or how this has come about. Me neither, and I don't understand the importance of it. It says here he's got 14 million followers, <laughs> but he's following a lot of people hey, all of been, a sudden. He's been hacked. He must have been, but anyway, he's following me. Good luck to him. I don't know. Hey, has he, got, has he got... Mate, just hit him up and see if we get him on the show. No, Follow I said, back and I said, hit him sorry, up and John, say, don't know who you are. Hit him back and say, can you come on, Scotty and Goss? James uh, Cummings was just on. Jonesy's just texted in, hey, boys, Turtle was going to ring for Goss Lotto, but he fell asleep listening to John Cena. John Mayer. <laughs> John Mayer. Oh, John Mayer. John Mayer, but they can't wait for the magic cup. Anyway. Yeah, Jonesy, get on board. All right, so these are people... John Mayer. <laughs> these people are in the syndicate. Pete from Vic Park, Scotty from Bayswater, Johnny from Woodvale, Gary from Mundaring, Xavier from Canningvale, Darren from Subi, hello, Harlem from Greenwood, Dan from Joonlup, Larry from Scott. Daryl from Harvey, Dave from Bunbury listening on SEN Spirit, Brendan from Lansdale, Lockie Reed Country, Kelvin from Rolly Stone, Lisa from Ellenbrook, Paul Tonich from Peppermint Grove, da- Dave from Burswood. Oh, come on. <laughs> Buy your own ticket. <laughs> Nick from Avely, Jonesy, uh, who doesn't come because no fixed address, Pete from Alexander <laughs> Heights, <laughs> Mully from Millbridge working on the Bunbury Racetrack, Square from Inglewood, Wembley's finest, Westy from Denmark listening right down the southwest, Westy. Kelvin from Ellenbrook, and Mark from Carlisle. Now there's two spots left. Mark from Carlisle. Two Morning, spots left. Mark. Two spots left. Is there? 13, 12, 55, we want to join. Hey, Mark Duffield did not come in to promote his show, so yeah. we're going to give a stuff. Yeah, I don't going. care who he's don't got care. on or what he's going to no, be doing. I don't care. No, too mate. late, mate. Yeah, too good for our show now, well, are you? All of a sudden, you don't need our help, mate. No worries. Whatever. We'll let you in the syndicate. Apparently, he's just, he's just got... Uh, how long does his show go for? Three hours? I don't get to hear all of Three hours? Two. two. Two hours. Apparently, it's just two hours of him talking. No guests. No, no, he's got guests. Big name guests. I know. He's hey, well done, lads. <laughs> well done. Uh, don't forget, we'll be on your radio tomorrow from 6 o'clock. Have a great day, everyone. That was and fun, Goss. It really was a good day. Well done, Special K. And well done to Lois Lane. Well done to you.